It is impossible to be a kingdom leader without being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that brings the kingdom. And the only way to bring the kingdom through us is to bring the kingdom in us. And then he can accomplish his purposes through us on earth. It was 47 years ago this month that I received the infilling of the Holy Spirit for the first time. And that moment radically changed the trajectory of my life. The two most important questions to answer in life. Number one, do you know for certain that when you die, you're going to go to heaven? And the second is, do you know for certain that you are filled with the Holy Spirit? Now, in this podcast, I want to share with us how to know for certain that you've been filled with the Holy Spirit. God wants you to know. This is a certainty that God wants to give you. It was after his crucifixion and resurrection that Jesus met with the disciples in the upper room. And to be explicit about this very matter, he breathed on them, if you can imagine. He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. The final words he said before he ascended into heaven, uh, days later, maybe weeks later, maybe a month later, Jesus said to his disciples, you've been baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then he said, when you receive, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses here in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And with that, he took off into heaven. It was the essential issue, the infilling or the baptism, the saturation, the controlling, the influence of the Holy Spirit. So the first question that we want to deal with right now is who is the Holy Spirit? And we're going to answer this quite simply. First of all, the Holy Spirit is a person. He's just as much a person as the Father and the Son. Even though the Bible uses inanimate objects to refer to him, fire, water, and, and power, he is a person. He has a will. The Bible says he gives gifts to those he wills. He has emotions. He's, it's possible to grieve the Holy Spirit. And he has desires. He has desires because there in, in the upper room in Antioch, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul. It says the Holy Spirit did that. So number one, the Holy Spirit is a person. Now number two, obviously, he is the divine person. He is just as much God as God the Father and God the Son. Uh, the scripture says again that he is invisible and that uh, just as the wind blows where it wills, so the Holy Spirit uh, blows and moves. In fact, in the Hebrew, the word for spirit is ruach, and it's the same word for breath or wind. It's the Ruach of God. And so he is invisible. 
The fourth reality is that he's the indwelling person. The Spirit of God dwells in you, it says in 1 Corinthians 3.16. He's the indwelling person, the invisible person and divine person. Five, he's the praying spirit. The scripture says to pray in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. So he prays with us and for us and through us. Six, he's a loving person. The Bible says that hope does not disappoint because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So this invisible, indwelling, divine person who prays, he loves, and he loves and loves and loves and pours out his love into our hearts. That's why it's by the Spirit that we cry, Abba, Father. It's by the Spirit that God speaks to our spirit, that we are sons of God. He's the loving, fathering Spirit of God. And number seven, finally, the primary function of the Holy Spirit is to make Christ known to you. Jesus said, he, the Holy Spirit, will glorify me, John 15, 26. So when you look at it this way, we understand that the Holy Spirit is a person. He's the divine person. He's the invisible divine person. He's the invisible indwelling divine person. He is a praying spirit. He's a loving spirit who makes Christ known. That's, that is the bottom line. He exalts Christ, not so much drawing attention to himself, but drawing attention to Christ. Now, with that understanding of who the Holy Spirit is, how are we to be filled? Well, to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Every Christian has the Holy Spirit, but not every Christian is necessarily filled with the Holy Spirit. And it's God's will for every Christian to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We know that because Paul told the church in Ephesus, Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Spirit. So it's the will of God to fill us. Now, while it's wrong to seek an experience, it's not wrong to seek an encounter. And it says here in Acts 2, 37 to 38, uh, they were cut with a heart, and Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is for you and for your children who are yet afar off. So the promise of being filled or baptized or saturated or under the influence of the Holy Spirit is not just for the early church on the day of Pentecost. It's for every believer through all time, and it's for you, my friend. God wants to fill you, and he wants you to know that you're filled. Just as we know that we are saved and we have the assurance of our salvation, God wants us to know that we're filled with the Holy Spirit, and we have the assurance of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It's why Jesus called the infilling, the baptism, the saturation, the coming under the influence of the Holy Spirit, he called it the promise of the Father. It's the ultimate promise. The ultimate promise is not just that we get to heaven, as great as that is, it's that we live 
in relationship, in the fullness of that relationship, in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus said, if you are evil and know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And this is a promise that God gives you the fullness of the Holy Spirit when you ask. So being filled with the Holy Spirit is not something that we do to ourselves. It's something that Christ does for us. Just as we receive eternal life by faith, we receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit by faith. So how do we do this? Well, we submit ourselves to God. We confess and renounce sin. We rebuke the evil one because we want to evict any influence that he has over us. And we then appropriate and receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to lead us to do this right now. This, this is not something you need to wait for. It's not something you need to go to graduate school in order to qualify for. You don't have to memorize 20 verses and then you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is something that God wants you to be filled now, to receive. So let's, let's number one, submit ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me pray. And please pray with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Take control of my life. You are my Savior and Lord. Hallelujah. Now we confess and renounce any and all sin. Lord Jesus, right now, I confess my sin. Inspect me and point out any wicked way in me. Specifically, I confess the sins of. And be specific. Pride, arrogance, prayerlessness, lust, greed, deceit. You name it right now. Let the Lord identify those and confess them. If there are any sins in my life that I've not yet confessed, make that known to me. If I've sinned against someone else to whom you want me to make restitution, make that clear to me as well. I want to be a clean vessel and I declare the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ over my life, spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. Now we're going to pause in prayer. And we're going to stand against the evil one. Satan, I bind you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command the spirit of bitterness to be gone from me now. I break all satanic bondage off of me. And I command every evil stronghold to loose me now and go to the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is written, resist the devil and he will flee from you. In Jesus' name, I am free. Now we pray to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So pray this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, right now I receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Saturate every area of my life, every cell in my body with your Spirit. Take control of my body. Take control of my mind, will, and emotions. Take back from the enemy all ground that I have given over to him. Fill me to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. I receive your fullness now in the name of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, the scripture says again, if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Now you've, now you've received, you've received. And praise him for that. Praise him for saturating you. And now go with the flow. Go with the flow of the Holy Spirit. 
Give preference to the way of the Holy Spirit. And make this a daily prayer to be filled and appropriate, not just a prayer, but receive. Receive daily the ongoing infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's what it means. Be filled continuously, moment by moment, day by day, day after day. For me, 47 years ago this month, I was filled for the first time. And I very clearly say for the first time, because literally thousands of times since then have, has God graciously filled me. And he wants to fill you also. As a kingdom leader to a kingdom leader, uh, step in to all that Christ has for you in the fullness of your Holy Spirit and allow Christ to advance his kingdom in you so that he can advance his kingdom through you.